Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, we'll keep with the movie news because I got kind of excited about this. I, okay. I love a biopic. I love a sports biopic. Oh, I saw this. I love Ray Romano. And the news is that Ray Romano will play Jimmy V, the, a movie about the former North Carolina State basketball coach. coach. Yeah. Uh, he's producing it. Uh, the script is being done by the guy who wrote The Winning Season. Oh, nice. And Valvano's family is providing cooperation. And Great. Ray Romano, perfect casting as Jimmy V. If you look at him side by side, he is He kind just, of does He's look, got a good I'm look. looking at that. Yeah, and it's been 28 years since Jim Valvano died of cancer. Mm-hmm. And he's remembered... Two really, I think, is is for his inspirational, memorable speech he gave at the 93 SP Awards while terminally ill with cancer. Mm-hmm. He implored the audience to laugh, to think, and cry each day, and he announced the formation of the V Foundation for Cancer Research, whose motto would be, don't give up, don't ever give up. And he gave the speech less than two months before he died. Right. So that'll be the emotional, that'll be the, you know, the movie, but... um he died at 48. He died really very young. young. Yeah. Very, very young. And um, so, yeah, that will be kind of, he's uh, got an, an amazing uh, story. And it's probably great that the family is, uh, you know, cooperating, um, you know, with it yeah. and all that. And I like that Ray Romano. I mean, he's just turned into such a great dramatic actor. He really is. Yeah. Yeah. The- and and the 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 V Foundation. I don't know if you guys have heard of that. Yeah. it's been. I mean, Huge. all over. You know, sports. sports. Mm-hmm. It's one of the biggest sports things, and it's all about cancer research, founded by Jim. And yeah. th- what's great is that sports have done a good job of bringing um, this story to light. But I really think that this movie is going to open it up to a lot of people outside of sports. Oh, absolutely! And that's huge. That's so. huge. And there was one TV movie way way back, like in the mid '90s, with Anthony Lapilia. Remember him? He's so hot. He played Valvano. And um, so, but otherwise, there was a documentary, you know, uh, in the 30 for 30 volume. But just so good. So good, right? If you get a chance. 30 for 30s are all amazing even if they you're not a, if you're not a sports fan they're just they're, in, they're very well it's done great storytelling and mm-hmm. this one is a really good one cuz i mean it, it cancer affects a lot of people and that one that they did it will hit close to home for a lot of people yeah so and valvano married his high school sweetheart Aww. they had three daughters together you know so it'll be it'll be a great i'm sure a great movie if uh you know, it sounds like they got the right team in oh, place yeah. Oh yeah Ray, i'm a big Ray 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 was talking yeah. yesterday about um what did I see him on? 
how he was so against foodie. You know, he has this partner that he's oh, worked with. Oh, Phil to, Rosenthal, who yeah. created uh, Everybody Loves Raymond. Yeah, and he just said that he really, he Phil wanted them to travel to Italy and go on, you know, Patricia Heaton and the whole Ray Romano crew to go over to Italy yeah. and film, and he was so adamant against it. And he said it turned out to be the best thing. He never really liked travel. And now this this guy, he's got a food show, This his whoever you just mentioned, that sounded kind of good. Yeah. Well, you saw that on CBS Sunday morning. Is that where you saw That's that? That's where you saw nice. that. Yeah, they had a nice little thing. I thought thing. it was nice. Yeah, it yeah. was. It was, a good, it was a good thing on his show. Now, here's another movie. This kind of sounds good. So it's called The Fabulous Four. It stars Susan Sarandon, Beth Midler, yes. Megan Mullally, and it's a feel-good comedy. You'll follow two lifelong friends who travel. Now, that's Sarandon and Mullally. Now, there's... There's a big age difference there, yes, but there fine. Is. They travel to Key West to be bridesmaids in a surprise wedding of their college girlfriend, who's played by Bette Midler. Megan Mullally is, is 20, 20 years, years younger. younger than both of those guys. Yeah, so the sisterhood is rekindled. The past rises up. Sparks, drinks, and romance fly. They're going to film. They're going to start in July. But that is the part of it that I'm just like... Megan Mullally is 20 years younger yes. than Susan Sarandon and Bette Midler, yet they're playing college friends. Really? Uh, maybe maybe huh. she just wanted to do something with those guys. I, I guess, but I mean, it just shows you, like... It's kind of weird. It's kind of weird. That's yeah. the only weird. thing that I thought about that. And then... Um, Will Megan Mullally and um, the redhead ever be friends again from... Um, Deborah Messing? Yeah. No. They're uh, not. Nope. Bummer. I don't know. I think they had a political. They had a political yeah. falling out, and it just, oh, or it might have been show related, right? Um, antics, antics. Grace getting more lines because she in that last season Grace? was pregnant. <laughs> more lines. I'm. I don't know. It's a good assumption. No, you no. Know, yeah. There is at one point going to be a Jack and Karen spinoff of that show. Oh, and that got kiboshed. See, but that would have been a blast. I would still watch it today. Well, I would still be watching Will and Grace yeah. if they had oh, that filling it. That when you, it came back, it was it's just not, as good. It was? Okay. I thought so. Okay, I was oh, curious. Oh, it was great. I did not watch the reboot. I loved oh. the original. Karen, greatest character right of all time. They stepped into it like they had so never great. left. Oh, she was... Karen was everything. Was, a great was the epic one of the most epic characters of any sitcom all time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, honey! Um, oh, she was great. Just a couple more things. Um, you know, the Cannes Film Festival is going to be here at the end of the month. I cannot Korea. wait. And um, apparently, there's a lot of movies that um, people are getting very excited that will be up for sale on the Crosset, including a sci-fi thriller called Breathe, starring Jennifer Hudson. Cool. And Earth is left uninhabitable at, due to a lack of oxygen. Now, that sounds reassuring. So <laughs> Jennifer Hudson and her daughter live underground with short trips to the surface oh. via these special suits. And then a mysterious couple shows up. So that's going to be a movie okay. that sounds awesome. Yeah, Mila jo- Jovovich is in it. That's going to be up for sale. Besides, my mom has watched any of them. I know it. I know it. <laughs> the Cohen Brother film. Yeah. Macbeth. Yeah, yeah, yeah my I mom. Don't know I don't know. And I think it took her like a week to watch it. I know. She just it, watched like a half hour at a time. Because it's so, it is beeth weareth. I sweareth. All it's whoringeth. Right. All right, listen. Oh, gosh. All right. We'll, we'll be back. We yes. got random thoughts.
Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. Okay. So when I was at home, you know, with COVID, I had a couple friends bring by soup and things like mm-hmm. that. And one of them also included in the, in the soup run ramen noodles. Is that how you say it? Yes. Ramen noodles. Ramen noodles, yeah. yeah. And a cup of soup noodles, you know, where you have the flavor, seasoned flavor packet and the hot water and you add it to the noodles. They're called ramen. It's called ramen. Okay. You just call it ramen. Sure. I know. But you know. For, with, for, 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 for a dollar. I know. It's they're true. not that cheap anymore. No, they're not. An avocado cheap. yesterday was three ninety nine wow. for one. Oh, God. Um, okay. So, you know the color of that packet. It's an interesting color. So... I give you this. On the 50th anniversary of Cup of Noodles, they have partnered up with a makeup line to give you Cup of Noodle makeup colors. And in Who this. wants to wear well, yellow and no, orange? This is the names. These are the colors Diced Carrot, mm-hmm. <laughs> Hot and Spicy Ramen, Roasted Corn. I give you a mustard yellow seasoning, Soy Sauce, which would be an interesting brown, Spicy Chili, and Teriyaki. The cup of noodle lip and cheek set. This would be kind of a funny gift. (laughs) It would be. It includes two liquid blush and two lip duos and an illuminating highlighter in that lovely yellow season packet color. It is. um, I mean, it's from hip color to wear. It's it's from hip dip. Yeah. I think it's kind of funny, though. Mm -hmm. And they in the past. This is on Ulta.com. Um, so you can get all this done. Um, they also in the past have, you know, teamed up with Reese's Pieces to do makeup lines, M&M's. So it's a ramen inspired makeup collection for someone who has everything and fond memories of ramen in the packet. You're not doing it. You're not buying it. You won't even go. No. You won't even go. You won't even fake it. You won't even fake it. I can't believe you're not bringing me the story that I thought for sure you would bring right away is the biggest random news story of the day. About the iPod? Yes. That's the one I'm waiting for. That's right here. And I have a lot of these things. So the iPod, the RIP iPod, after 21 years, uh, Apple is discontinuing. Uh, their iPods and the last remaining model out there that they even support anymore is yeah. the iPod Touch. I have Grant. How many do you have? Oh, I I just had like the one that came out right away, like twenty years ago. The big one, the big one, and then so that was I. that was it. I just kind of lost interest in it until it became more easily usable with my phone. I yeah. was. I still have that. Yeah, loaded, loaded with music when I when satellites don't work and when the Bluetooths right. don't yeah. work You've and you it. need out on the boat and yeah. you need. It, I still have that People one. People are very upset about this that have their iPod. I mean, like, these things are selling for a lot of money. Well, right now. It's an Apple move, though. It's, <laughs> it is, totally. It's typical totally. Apple. I have two of the iPod shuffles that you would clip on when you were running. Mm-hmm. I have two of those. Yeah. And I, all the music is on there. Yes. The Nano, yeah. yeah. These so are, you can still use your previous ones. You can. You can still add and, and subtract music through your iTunes. They're just, right. You're not going to make any more of them, and they're only going to support the touch. So if you have any technical difficulties, if the other ones go out, they never supported anything yeah, anyways, because I would just give you, where do you find the phone number? Remember when my oh, yeah. Apple phone, mm-hmm. <laughs> when I went 10 days without a phone two summers ago, Oh yeah. Oh, there's no support for any of this crap anyway. So, yeah, but it's just, I know people are upset about it. Um, you know, I you know I think of I had the Bose docking station with the different shapes for the different iPod yeah. little things to put yeah. in. I have so much iPod 
stuff in my house. Yeah. 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 Well, that's what they want because they charge you for each and every one of them. Mm-hmm. They that's, don't. They don't. Oh, no, oh. I have the Bose stacking system. Oh, the Bose I own thing. that. Oh god. No, but god. Apple no. Apple does that though with everything. Like, with you know, the, with you a new have to phone. Buy something separate. With a new phone, you don't even get a charging block. You I get know. a cord, but you don't get a block to plug it in to that charge is it. BS. And then and you got to pay 30 bucks for a block. And the new I, block is a different shape too, oh, so yeah. you can't use your it's old It's a thunder ones. and now it's thunder. But the way they talk to each other. This is the thing because when you were in Hawaii, Grant and I were like we wish you had an Apple phone because they work together. It makes what we do easier with Apple. Yeah, Apple's technology works more in this job. It's much more user friendly. It is. Yeah, for us. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't know what you're talking about right now. No, I know you don't mm-hmm. because you don't care. But we we care because it, it's an easier. It is nobody, a good platform. Yeah, yes. n- nobody else cares though. Right. Now I love it. This. I don't care yeah. about yeah. right now. You. Yeah. Um. Uh-huh. Okay. So I don't know what you're trying to make an example of. I I'm don't just know what saying, we're talking about. The, right? iPod, yeah. the, the the Apple Apple they charge you for everything, yes. and I will say the good old Android. At least every plug for every phone, no matter how long, if it was, they all work on the same thing. Yes, but the nice thing that Apple and what she was trying to explain is universal across all boards, from their computers to their iPads to their yeah. iPods. It's much easier if you're trying to explain to someone how to do it because it's a universal operating system where you don't get that with Androids. Got if it. that makes sense, you don't. It does, I don't. Easier. It doesn't make any sense, but I trust <laughs> I that you guys know that it makes sense and somehow you're trying to put me down for my android but i refuse to <laughs> I take know. the shame yes there you go mm-hmm. okay so shame. Ne- next shame. thank you grant <laughs> so next tuesday you know we did a broadcast i don't know three weeks ago now at memorial blood centers yeah that was a good time the one right over here on 280 and um university they're having a job fair next tuesday which oh. i believe is the 17th from seven in the morning to seven at night and they're looking for Phlebotomist. 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 And these are the people who would collect your blood. They train you for this job, and there's a $1,000 signing fee. Whoa. So if people are looking for a job, <laughs> their, their workforce, this is a very important job to keep everybody alive. And if you're looking for something, that is next Tuesday. And they also said that they train you, right? Yes. 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 And the training yes. is paid. for free. Yes. yes. Paid. At, paid. This is great. It's, it's it's great great totally, opportunity, great don't job. Don't be afraid of blood, though. You no. can't be afraid of blood or veins or needles. Good call. Yeah. No, you really can't. Mm-hmm. If you um, wanted to, Lori. I had a sadist once for a phlebotomist at a doctor. The, the guy was so weird and creepy. <laughs> and he kept slapping my arm. Trying to find your vein. I can see the vein right there. But he like was perversely. Not at Memorial Blood Center. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mm -hmm. What flavor are you holding? Now open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. No, at a doctor's no, this office. was like at a doctor's office. My arm was so banged up and bruised. <laughs> this guy was probably trying was to have some. He was an S&M phlebotomist. That's <laughs> funny. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's Ooh. an awkward moment in a doctor's office. And then sure. when your vein collapses, sure. which is my issue with my veins. Okay, so if you lose a tooth, an adult tooth, this is just, it's baseball season. People are outside. You might get hit by things, baseballs, tennis balls, tennis sure. rackets, oh, whatever yeah. it is. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Here's what happens to an adult tooth. If you lose it or your kid loses it, just put it right back in the spot if you can. Even if you put it in quicker, just put it in. Really? If not, it's it, you have a better opportunity of saving your tooth. Yeah. If not, put it in milk. I'd be worried I'd swallow it. Yeah, that happens. No, not if your tooth... Con- no. I, well, whatever. Have happened. you heard of putting it in milk? No. I didn't know that you could like... I thought once it breaks, the root dies. I had no idea you could re-implant that tooth in there. They That's cool. May, you need to get to a dentist immediately, but they, you could save it if you get to some an emergency within an hour. But milk also saves it. And if your kids um, lose it and it's their adult tooth, you don't... And they can't... You can't, for some reason, get it back in their mouth. You put it in your mouth to huh. save it because they might swallow it. There's just a little... I hope nobody needs this information, I've but had they've this, got it. I've and had this situation. But milk, I never knew about. Milk. 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 M-E or M-I? Which one are we going with? I'm not... I, I don't care. Milk. Yeah, so does Lily. And it, mm-hmm. Milk. Yeah, apparently everything I'm saying drives everyone crazy. No! Okay, today no. is National Eat... Let's play some little violins the for trashiest, Julia right now. The trashiest food day. <laughs> um, what's your trashiest thing that you eat? Your guilty food. I don't know. Captain double, Crunch. Double cheeseburger McDonald's. Double, that's yours. Mm. McFlurry McDonald's. Yep. You don't go. Tortilla lime tostitos with salsa. Those are good, too. They're very good. That's very good. Love yeah. it. Seriously, that song can retire anytime. <laughs> oh, I, just said, I, I, I just said to Josh, I go, I hate this song. I hate <laughs> this song. We will ask B. Arthur to banish this to the kingdom of wherever Imagine Bad Dragons songs go. go to. Yeah. Literally two seconds ago, just said <laughs> that to so Josh. Funny. I'm like, God, I hate this song. Okay, so Salma Blair has a new memoir coming out next Tuesday called Mean Baby. Which it's is an interesting a, name. Yeah, I interesting name. Yeah. It just makes me intrigued uh, to read it. And, you know, she sat down with Savannah Guthrie um, for to talk about her memoir, talk about her book. And also, I can't remember if it was like maybe three or four years ago that we've she disclosed it. You know, she had MS. Yeah, and she did an interview and just kind of it was really, a, I thought, a great interview with someone that you know with her people know who she is she's been in the public eye for such a long time acting for a you know pretty young age and then you know cruel intentions becomes for all purposes an overnight star from that movie and so i don't know what order you have him in grant 
Well, let's start out with the one where she's happy to be able to walk in the space of an empowerment and realizing that it. Uh... Oh yeah, Savannah traveled to her house yes. to do this. Yes, so... uh, and Selma looks so cute with her little blonde she's pixie. Darling. I love that haircut. Isn't it cute? Looks on her? really good. All yeah. right, so here she is uh, talking with Savannah. I'm really, really happy to be able to walk into this space of. Empowerment and realizing I, I am a calm and stable grown up. I'm okay, even though I've not always been. I'm yeah, really... that's that. It was a short one, but yeah. yeah. So it's just good to be home and, and back on on the, on the on the ranch, I guess. Right, and then um, she also talks about. I don't know if this is the cut where she's wondering out loud to Savannah and probably writes about it in her book in some way about all the physical pain that she's been in since she was like a kid. Yes. Right. Here we go. 49-year-old says she's grateful to now have answers for the physical pain she's experienced since childhood. I had so many things that were so indicative of MS. Have you ever been told that probably was the beginning of MS? Or that oh, absolutely. Connected? Absolutely, the ailments as a kid connected. I do know for sure I had it by the age of 23. It was definitely there for so long. And the pain is still there. The 49 oh. And she's 49 now, and she knew, so she had symptoms starting when she was 23 years old. Yes. And had a very public incident in 2016 where she got so wasted on a flight, they had to carry her off in a stretcher, and she was with her, traveling with her four-year-old son at the time, remember? Yeah, and her husband. And her I husband, remember yeah. I do remember that. Well, let's play this next one, because I think this is where she talks about um, drinking and, and then stopping. Okay. Yes says she hasn't had a drink since 2016 after she passed out on a plane with her then four-year-old son Arthur and his father Jason Blake. How did you finally conquer it? What made the difference for you? That I could have died on that plane. I mean, now that I was a mother, it just changed everything. It changed everything. It's gone from me. I'm not cocky about it. You have to always be vigilant, but it really is gone. Mm-hmm. And then she talks about, I guess, in her book, because this is an excerpt from People. Right. For her, her memoir, Mean Baby, we're talking about Selma Blair. She writes in her book that being intoxicated for the first time was a revelation. She said, I was seven years old. We basically had, I always liked Passover because there was always, I could have little sips of Manischewitz. And she said, and she is said. Is that a type of wine? Yeah. Okay. And she said, by, but by the time I was seven, when we had Manischewitz on tap and no one was paying attention, I put it together. The feeling was not God, but fermentation, and I liked it. And she would just take quick sips mm-hmm. and stuff. But she said by the time she was in her early 20s, she was like binge drinking and uh, remembered being raped on a spring break trip by right. she was so drunk drunk and mm-hmm. so she's writing about a lot of stuff and she told um she told uh savannah that you know even though it was like reliving and a lot of trauma to really take a hard look back at her drinking and putting it together all these years later that the physical pain that she was in also was manifest, you know, the drinking helped cover up the symptoms of that. It's, it's really, 
you know, it's really wild because that's a, such a long period of time from 23. She told us about three years ago that she had MS. MS and yeah. there was a documentary yes. on Discovery Plus, um, And she was on talking. I don't know who she sat down with at the time. But if you remember, the MS had fu- had had. Um, affected her vocal cords yes she she couldn't talk very Mm -hmm. much and so and that at times we've seen her with a cane without a cane Mm -hmm. um more recently um she had broken up with her boyfriend that she was with a lot and it felt like there was abuse there or something i mean there's some things and she fell off her horse she still rides her horse yeah but she really wants to be the um, face of MS Mm -hmm. and that it comes and goes. And we have our cousin is with a woman who has MS. Yeah. And, um, you know, you know, Moon, who you worked very closely with. I was very, yeah. I watched that firsthand. Mm -hmm. Right. Take him down. And I hate to say it like that, but he went, he had progressive. So it went real quick. Um, But yeah, it's a, it's a struggle. I right. cannot imagine having to go through that, you know, and the that stuff she that he has to know go. for that long right. time. Yeah, you know? yeah. With all so those questions. So she's putting it together, and I'm intrigued. I think this would be a good memoir to read. I think so. Mean Baby. And remember when she was on um, Anger Management with Charlie Sheen? And he fired her. Not Charlie. Yeah, it was Charlie Sheen, and he mm-hmm. fired her. Mm-hmm. And, um, and who knows if it was, you know, if she was drinking or what was going on. But he was in his stuff, right. too, at the time. But um, Yeah, she told Savannah that when she spoke up in 2018 about having MS, she said, I knew I could write this book. Right. And we're talking about Selma Blair, if you're just mm-hmm. joining us. And Samantha, who is her friend, who... Christine Applegate? Applegate, who came out this past year, that she has MS as well. Remember? I forgot about yeah, that. and they're friends, and and she was helping her with the diagnosis, and all I know from you know our our you know cousin's um, girlfriend Laura is that I remember when she first started describing the symptoms, it's like you try to lift up your leg and you feel like you have a one ton weight on it, and you don't know how that happened right like that, you yeah. know. Well, I'm curious if yeah. Selma, Selma is going to say that, you know, that uh, like she never asked for what was wrong with her. Maybe she was so busy being hung over. Yeah. And didn't and know. Disguising didn't her put pain, it together. Didn't put it together. I, I don't know. Because I went to college with a guy who he got diagnosed our senior year of college with MS. Oh. And we were all just like, what? Mm-hmm. We couldn't even comprehend it. Yeah. He might have had a family history of it, so when he started having, you know, symptoms or whatever. Mm -hmm. But I remember, like, one of the first things they told him is, dude, you got to stop drinking. Yep. Oh, right. And it's one of those things, too, with MS especially. you got to use it or you'll lose it. Like, if you start getting into the crutch of using the mobility things, Mm -hmm. it it can bring on that progression faster. Right. So you're better off trying to keep yourself in physical shape and and doing physical therapy and keeping, like, if you you don't use it, you lose it, essentially. And it really happens a lot with MS. I say that to people about sex sometimes. I know you do. And Mm -hmm. I remember, like, back in the day. Use it or lose it. That's true. Yeah. Remember back in the day when Terry Garr got MS? Yes. Because she was such a big star. star, And And then we didn't see her anymore. No. That was the end of her. Yeah. Like the 80s is like the last time that we've seen her. Yeah. And maybe it was because it was like physically too difficult to get up, you know, to get to work, to do Exactly. Everything. And that Funicello was kind of the face we saw growing up, he, you know? No. 
But no, because she was later. That was later yeah. for her. And then she but was I mean, very. She was the first person, though, that we that said out loud that she right, had MS. Right. She was the first. And I know people who have MS who have like very no, mild symptoms yeah. to no symptoms. Yeah, there's a, there's two different. There's like the progressive, and I, I have a friend that's my age that has the non-progressive, right. and she keeps taking medication and keeping herself healthy, and she seems to be doing okay. But okay, it's so the progressive. Yeah, there's right. a progressive version that will take you out really quickly. Usually, she's always, interesting, but. and and we fell in love with her. She was also in Legally Blonde, Worse. and um, Cruel Intentions. That was such a movie. That was Ryan um, Philippi and Reese Witherspoon That's where they right. fell in love. That's right. That was a sexy movie. Sexy movie, and they were young parents. Yeah. And uh, Ryan Philippi is kind of a dink. Yep. Don't ever call him Mr. Reese Witherspoon. No, nope, that's not welcome. You will get the death stare. I did that, stare. Grant. Julia called uh, Ryan Philippi. Oh, you're Reese Wither- Witherspoon's husband. husband. and Because oh, no. I couldn't he, think of his name. He <laughs> gave her such a dagger stare. Now, this was the night she won a oh. Screen Actor Girl for Walk the Line. You know? She yeah. was playing And Gene he was Carter. up for Crash. Yeah. And why wouldn't he have been proud about her? We I thought know. right away, we were like, this, is, this marriage is in trouble. Who wouldn't be proud of their woman that night? <laughs> yeah. And be okay with it? He gave Julia, like, the, if the it looks daggers. good, kill. Oh, wow. Daggers. Yeah, and I was like, whoa, he Oof. did not like you, Julia. Mm-hmm. I mean, he just stared at you. He How did. dare you? I mean, Crash was an all-star uh, it, cast yes. ensemble. It there wasn't was like no... it was an individual award for him. Right. It wasn't about him at all that night, but yeah, he really he did. He showed his true colors. <laughs> we were not surprised when they broke up a couple, like maybe a year later. It was. It was within a year yeah. or two of her winning the Oscar, the Screen Actor. She won everything that year. She did. Her and Joaquin. All right, listen, we come back. Uh, well, uh, Roger Friedman alluded to this in a column uh, two weeks ago when the Lady Gaga song was named as the Top Gun ballad. And mm-hmm. he said that means another singer-songwriter out there somewhere has been screwed. Somebody has a story, and we'll be back with Hollywood Speak. Okay, so Roger Friedman, he, a couple weeks ago, he he wrote about Lady Gaga having this Top Gun Maverick song. He said there was another sing, singer-songwriter attached to this. It'll be interesting to see who come, if anyone says anything. Someone said something Someone yesterday. Said, Here's, mm-hmm. Here it is. 21 Pilots. Uh, the guy, their name, Tyler Joseph. Is their the name lead affiliated with the movie Top Gun Pilots. Yes, exactly. Yes, okay. Tyler Joseph told uh, a radio station in LA that he and his drummer were working on a song for Top Gun Maverick. Right. He said, you know, the funny thing is I was working with the music placement person for the new Top Gun on writing a new song for them last year. And then I believe Tom Cruise came in and just fired everyone. And the radio was like, well, what do you mean fired? He said, well, they had brought me in to see the clips, probably of the planes flying is when I think this ballad is going to play, you know? Yes. And um, we were writing and blah, blah, blah. Anyway, um, I think what the thing is, is hold my hand. I think that... um, they're never going to acknowledge that 21 pilots. Why would you? Yeah. It well, doesn't matter. I, you know, it just, 
I guess it sounds like a Tom Cruise way mm-hmm. of how something would go down. He, someone's, he's never even heard of 21 Pilots. He liked the band name. He's like, oh yeah, show him the flying sequence scene of everybody right. and have them write some big melodic score. And 21 Pilots, again kind of has that thing. And then, then when... Bella or Connor told him Lady Gaga is is bigger and Twenty One Pilots is oh so <laughs> ten years ago. It's really so Tom, yesterday. Tom blew up and he's like, I gotta have Lady Gaga. Imagine his control. Well, here is his press team today. Okay, what did they say? Um, Tom Cruise fought to have Val Kilmer in Top Gun Maverick. Did you hear that? Okay, they have been telling us this since the movie was cast. This is how you know the 21 Pilots guys telling us the truth. Exactly. That they're trotting out this old turkey of a story. Tom says, quote, I really rallied hard for him to make the movie. The kind of talent that he has, Val Kilmer, who can't talk. And you see that scene. It's very special. It's just very special. And Jerry Bruckheimer you know, the producer of the whole yeah. Top Gun Maverick. Tom was the- I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Driving Force. We all wanted him, but Tom was really adamant that he was he's going to make another Top Gun. If he was, Val had to be in it. Well, I mean... It was really emotional. I, I think he's going to have vindication because I think uh, that movie's getting rave reviews from everyone who's had a sneak peek at it. Yeah. And Glenn Powell, um, How good our boyfriend did from he the get? last SAG Awards party that we were at from Midnight, or what was the uh, Moonlight, you know, the, the NASA, Hidden Figures. Hidden Figures. H- Hidden Figures. So his mom and dad, uh, his, no, his dad is in every movie. Has a little mm-hmm. uh, little thing, but yeah, he's very cute. Okay, so guy. I went back two nights ago, I think, and watched Top Gun just to kind of get a peek and get ready for Top Gun Maverick. Mm-hmm. Kelly McGillis was so pretty and hot in that movie. Oh, gorgeous! I mean, and Tom Cruise's teeth were—it was back before he had his teeth fixed, centered. Yeah, it's so funny to go back, but he is so delightful and. Darling, and remember how hot he was in his Levi's playing volleyball? Oh, yeah. He was so hot back in the day before we knew. Before we knew it. Well, you know, he was... uh, Before we knew. I don't even know if he was married to Mimi Rogers, if uh, that's who got him into Scientology, our Bosch lady. Oh, could be. Mimi Rogers. She did. She admitted it. Honey, yeah. Honey, yes. She's Tom Cruise's first wife. She's born into Scientology. She's 10 years older than Tom Cruise. Ah, little influence. She was like 34 to his 24, and that's his first introduction to Scientology. And And she ends up leaving the church. Yes, she does. Oh, she left? Yes, she did. did. He he dove deeper. Oh, he dove in as deep as he could go. Yeah, he did. He did. So anyway, 21 Pilots is the band Mm -hmm. that had that uh, thing but tom cruise was probably like i said told by his kids um because <laughs> one's a dj you know after yeah. all knows the music that's right oh, julia a broadway star patty lapone lays into an audience member for not wearing her mask properly at the at the show talkbacks 
She said, if you don't want to follow the rules, get the bleep out. Put your mask over your nose. You're in the theater. I hate all, to be yelled at I, by I, Patty LeBone I, in a theater. So hard. Back. Well, and first of all, to even be there, these people had to present a triple vaccination status. You know, people have already gone through everything they need to be and there. And the irritating thing is that you can still get COVID I, anyway. I know. Bo- boosted, it's very irritating. Yes. I, it's very and irritating. And I think that it's just going to be something that we just have to live with. We are. And that's going to be the thing and get a shot once a year, like a free right. shot kind of a thing. But I have to say, I'm with Kelly Ripa in that you and I felt very irritated that we got it after two years of dodging the COVID. I I Uh, felt so, and Jimmy Kimmel said the same thing. I couldn't believe Believe we got it. After all this time and stuff. But that just shows you like how transmissible it is. But thank God we got a lesser strand, you know, because it was a cold. Basically for us. Yeah, yeah, and you were sicker than I was because yeah. you hadn't had a second booster, and I had listened to my husband who nagged me like a month ago Yeah, to get it. But it really was, I was kind of... It's myself, irritating. I, it, beyond. 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 We can say yep. that. I, I, I bummed out and irritating, okay? Yep. Prince Albert of Monaco, a source close to him, told the New York Post... Of course, Charlene has a generous prenup, but Albert doesn't have to pay her to stay. He does, too. To even respond. That's how you know it's true. That's how you know it's true. They even respond to the story that we you told us yesterday she gets twelve million. But a they year. responded to the New York Post, not to the two French newspaper the two French magazines that did the story, which have way more credibility yes. in that sense. And I mean, poor Charlene, I mean um, now the story is that she almost died last year when she was in South Africa. So they're she adding, was having her nasal septum worked on. I mean, we had so many stories of what she was doing there. You know what I'm going to say about all this whole thing? Money can't buy you happiness. Oh. She's getting paid $12 million a year to stand next to him at eight events. I've never seen a more miserable looking No, money, woman. first of all, we know it can help. But, but it, it cannot, can't buy happiness. It cannot guarantee it. Princess Charlene is living proof of that. And I kind of feel, because she's so much younger, that she was kind of excited initially to be dating a prince. Oh, she was until she found out the week before her wedding that he was simultaneously having a relationship with another woman who'd just given birth to his daughter. But like you said, this is what princes do. This is what princes this do. This is the she princess lifestyle. She that, though. That would, be, that would be heartbreaking. Yeah. Heartbreaking. She's like not, I mean, she's 44 to his 62. Where is Stephanie and Carolina? Carolyn, the other oh, one's Monaco's. private, rich lives, racing horses and boats, going couture shopping into <laughs> the Paris shows twice a year. We never see them at anything. Well, no, they, they're, they're, they're rich people who know how to uh, stay rich, stay rich and private. under the radar. Yeah. That you would be the way to do it. If you're a citizen of Monaco, not only do you not pay taxes, but everybody gets free cable. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> okay. Just a little thing that I found like, out researching that my That is story like a today. really good, <laughs> good one. Isn't it, That's Cardi? a good one. Yeah. Free cable, too. Mm, uh, yeah. Citizens of Monaco do not pay taxes, nor do they have to pay for cable. That's a good that's a, that's good, a good benefit because it is expensive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Donna Mills, uh she said uh she ad- adopted a child at 54 and she in an interview I didn't become a mother to give her to a nanny. Well, that true that. Seem like nanny shaming though? Like what if you you well, just could like, be. I mean, you know, 
I, why does she have to say it like that? Well, it's, well, because well, what she's saying is why she hasn't acted for 20 years is because oh. she took off time to raise this child Got that it. she didn't get started till she's 54, which is unusual. I think she adopted this this little girl. She she is 81. She's in People's Most Beautiful. She's issue. gorgeous. She's absolutely gorgeous. She said, and you know, she, we sat with her a couple years yes, ago at the we polo did. or at least her lookalike. That's right. Which really, to this day, looks so much like her. It's weird I that mean, it wasn't her. Donna still owes us a happy hour at the polo lounge. Let's Jason, go. Let's go. D- Jason, let's get on that. Let's get on Let's that. have a boondoggle. Okay. All right. That's that's it. That's what we got. We've got a game coming up with Grant. We're going to do a little pop culture Jeopardy. Yes. Hopefully we won't hurt people's ears too bad with our answers. <laughs> It'll be fun.